it. Man, I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> I'm like, I can't unmute it. <laughs> We're live. We're live. Yay. <laughs> Welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. We're super excited. This week, we decided to switch it up a little bit and um, have it go live for everyone to see. It will be posted again to YouTube and to all of our podcast links again, but we're live. We're here. We're excited to have you guys. Um, today, we're going to talk a little bit about teaching mental toughness at a early age. And it's really, really important to teach that so early because that's how you're going to really create like elite athletes. Um, but also mental toughness is something that goes through all of your life. And um, so if your kid chooses not to continue with sports, at least they'll have those skills, you know, in their back pocket that they can always use. Um, so I want to talk a little about, about why that's important. Mom, why do you think teaching mental toughness at a young age is so important? Well, mostly because it not only just sticks for um, sports, but it goes throughout their whole life. So teaching mental toughness helps them to deal with any situation that comes about to understand that they have control over their thoughts, they have control over how they feel about certain situations. And so it's not just sports, but it's for everything. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And truly like to create an elite athlete, you have to start at a young age and you're put through rigorous workouts and um, practices and games and never ending. It just never ends. And so you have to be able to really like break down and have like good thoughts throughout all of it or else you're, you're not going to be able to become an elite athlete. Well, it's not even just good thoughts, but it's the strong-minded thoughts. So it's those thoughts that I can do this. So it's that that encouragement to yourself more as if I can do whatever I want. And um, so it's, I guess it's positive, but at the same time, it's just more of that mental strength when your brain goes, I can't do this anymore. Yes, I can. I can do this. I will do this. This is what I want. Well, yeah, and it's just understanding why you're thinking that way and how can you bring yourself out of those thoughts. Um, like the understanding of thoughts starts so early. And um, especially as a kid, you have a million different things. Like I will have like kids come up to me like, I have a play date later. And I'm like, I don't, cool, I don't care, but okay. <laughs> Like it doesn't have anything to do with go what what's going on right now, but they have so many things going on and they're still trying to like grasp the world. And so um, the thoughts are just going and going and going. And so if we can create these positive thoughts in them and how to understand how to get out of the bad thoughts too, um, that makes a huge difference. Well, and it's like you said, it's, it's helping them to get structured. So when they are, have all those other thoughts, like, um, I have a play date or I have homework to do, or I have friends I'm going to go play with or whatever it is to help them focus back and just be like, I have a game, all that, all that other inf outside influences are gone. I have to focus right here. Yeah. So yeah, being very structured and just recognizing when to think what, at what time. Yeah. And that, I mean, I think that starts at home and I know I've seen a lot of, there's a bit different 
parenting styles are like in the new right now. Everyone's trying different things. You know, people don't want to be how their parents were. Or they're like, how can I be better? How can I teach my kids to process their emotions and their thoughts differently than when they grew up? And I think that's really important. Um, And it's instead of taking it as like they're making them wusses. Some people would say that they're like, oh, they're not going to process their emotions or they're going to be like crying about everything instead of like actually just moving on or being a man or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, honestly being able to understand why you have emotions and what is causing these emotions makes a bigger difference than just like having them. Right. No, understanding and really talking to your kids, not talking down to them is huge. So helping them to understand, okay, why are you emotional at this point in time? Asking those questions, like what is going through your body? Like our bodies have emotions so which created are created for it by the thoughts that go through our minds so sometimes kids don't even know why they're upset know why they're having that emotion so to just really be aware of being able to talk to them and say you know okay let's sit down for a second what's going on like what's going through your mind where are you feeling it in your body and let's, let's explore it. It's not making them wusses, but it's helping them to explore what their thoughts are creating for their bodies, for their minds, for everything. And if we as parents can help our kids to look at that, instead of saying, just stop crying, stop acting that way. Well, why are you acting that way? Yeah. And understanding and helping them to understand creates a stronger mind and emotional balance for the kids well and also like in sports it's the same thing um you know sometimes kids make the same mistakes in sports especially like in club sports you know it's a little bit harder we're a little bit harder on them you know you can't keep making these same mistakes and so it is okay for a coach to say so when you catch the ball or whenever this happens what goes through your mind are you excited are you nervous are you overwhelmed? Like what, what are you feeling that's causing you to make these mistakes or that's causing you to do these actions? Um, and that can be a big thing too. Oh, well, when I catch it and then I have three people who come to defend me, I get really nervous and I get really overwhelmed. That's totally okay. And just being able to break that down and say, okay, he gets really nervous when this happens. What can we do? How can we put him in a different situation to where he's not going to feel that overwhelmed, that nervousness, so then he's not just throwing away the ball? Mm-hmm. Well, just to understand, yeah, like, I mean, just understand that it's okay to be nervous and it's okay that, oh my gosh, I have three defenders on me, what do I do? But being aware of that and teaching them how to deal with it, not just you know, making something different, but just being aware and saying, okay, what will you do when this happens? How can I teach you how to not be nervous, how to go after it or how to pass it to the correct person and be able to see your whole surroundings, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I think that kind of goes into what can we do to prepare our the kids? How can we prepare these um, younger kids before a game, before practice, 
to be ready, to be mentally ready, to be able to um, stay mentally strong and not let all these other things affect them. So like, what about like pregame, like pregame, pre-practice? What are some things that these kids can do to like really get themselves in the right headspace? Well, I mean, you said it right there. The first thing, you know, absolutely get focused on the game. Get focused on the task at hand. What what are your expectations? How are you feeling about the game today? Are you nervous because maybe this is a huge, you know, competition and um, the people you're playing are really good, so you're nervous. Okay, well, let's explore that. Why are you nervous? Because you've prepared, we've practiced, we've, you know, you're doing really well. What are the things, what are the positive things that you've done to prepare for this game? Yeah. So, and then, you know, okay, well, what if, what if you think yours is going to be a blowout? And then you can say, I, I am on top of my game. This is going to be an amazing game. So it's all the thoughts that are going and recognizing all those thoughts that are going to go through your head. And how do you see yourself playing as a teammate, as an individual, you know, all those things play, maybe you're not going to play a lot. Maybe you're sitting on the bench. So how are you going to cheer your team on? How are you going to be that support system for your team? Yeah, that visualization. I think that's really what you're going over is that visualization of what are the good things that I can do? What are some things that I did maybe in practice or um, in the last game that I could improve on? Not saying like, you know, you've been doing really bad at this or this has been something you've really like keep making mistakes on. Don't make it a negative thing. Just be like, okay, what are some things that I have been working on that I still want to improve on? What are some things that I can focus on? Maybe create like three goals. Okay, this game. And as a parent, you can help them. Don't make it a negative, but be like, okay, here's three things that you need to work on for this game. Let's try to focus on them. If you do good, sometimes I have parents who um, give like rewards. Um if you keep this girl with at zero points, if she doesn't score a single point this game, I'll give you $25. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's happened. Like that literally happens all the time. Like, or we'll go get ice cream or something like that to make them like want it more um, to really like focus. Cause I mean, especially at a young age, sometimes there has to be a, a reward in order for them to really be able to like focus. Cause they're like, okay, if I do this right, I really want that ice cream. And so I'm going to work really hard so I can get that ice cream. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, how many times has coaches said, you know, if we have a win today, I'll take the whole team out for pizza and ice cream or whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. A reward system that triggers that in their head for a positive, you know. But my thing is, is that I don't, you know, what if they lose? So then what? So... If, if you have a reward because you won, what is the alternative if you don't win? Is it a reprimand? Is it that my coaches and parents are disappointed in me? What's that opposite side where the, co where the coaches can come in and say, hey, you know, yeah, we, we lost, but here's, here's what I saw good out of the game. Yeah. These are still things that we need to work on. These are still things that we can improve on, but... You know, like we still like we still have a lot to learn. And here's good things that you guys did do. But we're there's still others that we have to get better on. And yeah, you might not get it that time. But then it's also like, okay, well, now 
you guys have an even bigger incentive because I really want that pizza party. So if I, if we win this next game, you know, then, or we do this the next time we'll get that piece of pizza party. So, you know, I think it's just keeping it in their mind that even if you didn't do it this time, you'll get it next time. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, I think it's all on all of us, you know, the kids is um, all of their adult, you know, influences. It's up to us to be able to create that positive mental attitude within the kids. Because if we can teach it at a young age, it's going to carry out so much grander when they get older. And they're going to be able to deal with the harder situations so much easier because they're going to recognize, oh, this is the thought I'm having. This is what it's creating for me. I don't want to change that. How am I going to change that? Yeah. And, and learning how to learning how to take control of that young is very important and will create such better and stronger athletes. Yeah. Kids in general. So I, w- I want to kind of dive deeper into, we talked a little bit about like kind of outside influences. Um, who, need, who need music at work when you have PMA? That's right. Awesome. PMA, that, that will keep you going at work. Get that positive mental attitude. That's awesome. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Keep working. You can do it anytime. You can listen to us anytime that you want. <laughs> Anyways, back to it. Um, the outside influences, um, especially at a young age, outside influences are always, always, always in effect. We talked about, you know, thinking about, oh, I have a play date later. Or I have all these different things. Um, and I've had to actually like sit down with a girl and be like, okay, you can't think about anything else except for what you're capable of and what the coaches are saying. Don't think about the tone. I never, I always tell any of my players, don't listen to the tone of what the coaches are saying. We get excited. We get frustrated. We, you know, kind of want to move on. Um, We want to keep going and we want to get better. And sometimes it can come off rude or it can come off mean or something, but it's really just that excitement. Um, And so it's just, really, it's just like, you need to focus on you and don't focus on the parents. Don't think about what your parents are saying. Don't like, that's just adding more to the thoughts. And then you're thinking about, Oh, what are my parents thinking? What is the coach thinking? What are my teammates thinking? What are all these other people that are watching thinking about me right now? You can't think about that. And I think that's really, really a big thing for these young kids. Um, they just have so much going on and they're so worried about everything. Well, and it's not so much as, you know, you say you can't think about that. Well, that's almost impossibility, right? Because you know they're going to. So maybe the other alternative too, or something to add, especially for the coaches to be like, okay, it's your time to get excited for them, your time to get them focused and say, okay, here we are. We have this great game. You guys are prepared and you're getting them excited. So all of a sudden, all of their attention is right there in the game because they're now excited about getting in there, doing their best, doing everything that they've practiced. And they're like, okay, I'm focused. This is, this is where I'm at. So, I mean, it's sometimes, especially at a young age, like we all know there's, they can be very scatterbrained, right? <laughs> and it's 
hard to get them focused. And so, so as a parent, as a coach, when it's game time, practice time, that's when you come in and go, all right, everybody, here we are. This is where we're at. We're nowhere else. There's no other outside influences. This is where we at. I'm going to make it the most positive, most exciting practice or game that I can for you. But now it's up to you guys too. I want the whole team in on it and getting all of the inside influences put together so that everyone's pumped. Everyone's excited. Yeah. Yeah. Just focusing on the team. How can you be a teammate on the field, on the court while you're playing and while you're on the bench? Um, Just really just always being a supportive teammate. And that, you know, that comes with coaches, that comes with parents. Parents, you got to make sure that you understand that if you're yelling, you're screaming, you're, you know, telling them what to do, they're going to listen. They're going to listen to you. And sometimes what you have to say isn't what the coaches are saying. And that's actually a lot of the time. And so you have to make sure that you understand that you hired or you signed your kid up for this team. And the coach comes with the team. So you have to understand that you put them there. You don't get to be the coach. You can coach them outside all you want, but you have to make sure that you let the coach do what they need to do and how they want to do it and understand that you have your boundaries because you're just only going to confuse your kid and the whole team more because everybody listens. And so that's what, that's like a hard thing about being a coach is really just making sure that your players are listening to the coach, listening to the coaches. Don't listen to your parents and focus on your team. Like you're saying, just focus on the team because that's all that matters. The team being together. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's like we always say, you know, that's why we do this for coaches, parents and athletes, because in a whole coaches, parents and athletes are a team and knowing where your role is on that team is so important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, the parents are there to support and to help out when you're not with your team, you know? And if that's what you feel like you need to do, that's great. But like you said, once you're with your coach and your teammates, then it's time to say, okay, I'm just a supporter at this time because I don't want to confuse her. I don't want to be that negative outside influence for my kid. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's even more important at a young age. Communicate with your coach. Say, okay, what are... What are you working on so when I work with them in the off time that I know what you're doing so I can make sure that we're on the same page? And honestly, when a parents ask me that, I think that's awesome. And because I hate when parents and coaches are, or not parents, parents and athletes, they go and do their own thing and then they come back and like, well, my parents said I should do it this way. I'm like, well, we do it differently <laughs> here. we do it differently. So I'm your coach. You need to listen to how I'm saying it, not how your parents are saying it. You can do that somewhere else. (laughs) So just making sure that you're on the same page as the team. Like, you know what the coaches are running. I mean, because you're at the practices, you're at the games, you know what the coaches are running and you know what is going on. But um, just make sure that you're on the same page because it's only going to confuse them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, let's go over just really quick, like the whole overview, right? So why is mental toughness important for you at a young age? Um, It's important for a million different reasons. Um, If you want to create a 
elite athlete, they have to be able to handle it. And they have to be able to go through the rigorous um, training, the practices, everything. And mental toughness is going to be exactly what gets that gets them through that. Um, it also helps with those outside outside influences. Can help them really make sure that they're focusing on the team, not focusing on anything else that might be happening during practices or games, as well as focus. Working on just focusing. Like I mean, they got a three second attention span. So they got to make sure that they're focused on what's going on and mental toughness really, really helps you focus and make sure that you have your priorities straight. Um, and lastly, I think truly is just understanding your thoughts. Your thoughts are huge and they're always happening. They're never going to stop. Um, for anybody of any age, thoughts are always going on, but at a young age, you're trying to grasp so much more. And so the thoughts can really be overwhelming. So just make sure that you guys are helping them understand their thoughts, helping them work through the thoughts um, so they can only just keep getting better. Yep, exactly. I think I think it's a really important to understand. And I think I personally, and I think it's just the world I am in right now, but people are starting to understand that their thoughts are creating so much in their lives. And... I think that we need to really pay attention to that, especially with the kids. And like I said before, try not to talk down to them. They are people, they're just young people, they're still learning. So understand that everything that we are giving them, feeding them are coming into their thoughts. And so we wanna make those the most positive we can. So, you know, encourage them find out what's bothering them, find out what you can do to create alternative thoughts that make it better for them because it's all in their world. Once that thought is changed, their whole world changes because they see it so much differently. And if we really learn to think about that, it changes everything for everybody. And that will stick with them for the rest of their lives. However you teach it, however you go through it, it's going to be tools that they'll have for their lives. So if you teach them not to process their emotions, they're going to struggle with that forever. And yeah. if you teach them to really understand and break down and know the why, then they're going to be able to have that tool and they're going to be able to be very um, emotionally strong and intelligent through their whole lives. Exactly. Yep. Well... I think that's it for this live session. Thank you guys so much for joining, for commenting, um, for just watching and um, being here. We do um, still have our workbook coming out. We're actually picking up the first copy today. We're very, yes. very excited about it. Um, it'll be up and ready for sale soon. So stay tuned, um, give us a like and a follow. This will be posted on YouTube and on our um, all of our podcasts, um, streaming services. So go ahead and you can check it out again. Um, and then follow us on Instagram, Facebook, everything there. And um, we will make sure that you guys can get access to anything that you guys are wanting. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks, everybody.